All right, welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm here with Jeff Hollingshead. Jeff, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Good. Jeff and I are at our uh, SRM Customer Appreciation Golf Tournament that we do for our Tennessee customers. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've been working the putting green, the putting challenge, and uh, we've, we've been having a lot of fun with, with some customers today. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I think I've made like 100 putts and Laura hadn't made any. So I haven't made any. And I will get back even. Yeah. No, that's right. That's I'm very ashamed, but I need to work <laughs> on my short game for sure. <laughs> but we've got a full, you know, it's full. We've got a, a ton of people in the morning and, and a full afternoon. So it's always a, a fun time. Yeah. going to be a long day. going to be a long day. But it's, uh, yeah, two full fields and can't, can't complain about that. The weather's perfect today. So. And we've got the most beautiful golf shirts mm-hmm. that I have ever seen. Yes. What do you think, Laura? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a little partial to these golf shirts. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah, they're you'll best. you'll see these on the company store at some point. Isn't that right, Jeff? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> little inside joke there, but now the golf shorts, shirts yeah, look yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, so thanks to everybody for your hard work for this day. There's so many people on our team, and uh, and they're they worked really hard on this event. Um, so, uh, what's going on with SRM this week? Uh, what news do you have for us? Yeah, it's uh, been a busy week as always with, the, I guess, the short week because of Labor Day. But uh, we had a very intense volleyball match at my house on Labor Day with okay. my dad and brother. I can see that. And some other friends of ours. And we screamed and hollered. We're a little bit competitive, so that was that was fun. And then Tuesday, we had our ten- Middle Tennessee Dispatchers meeting. Our plant manager, so we had a good meeting there with with everyone. I attended that one, and I thought that was. I made notes for myself, and I, I thought it was really it was really cool to to hear everybody's feedback because in those dispatchers meeting, I know that you do these in different states, but but people do they speak up and they share concerns and um, they they have questions for you. Yeah, and you know, frankly, our group in Middle Tennessee they're very comfortable because we, obviously we know these guys forever, and and so we're able to really get down to the root of, of issues that we're facing and, and kind of dealing with. And one of the issues that we spoke at length about was recruiting, mm-hmm. and we've got our guys and, and gals and recruiting have done a phenomenal job at getting people and applications in, and we're doing we're making some headway in hiring, but. Uh, a lot of the issues that we've seen is that we're having a lot of turnover and we're having a lot of people we're getting in the door, but they're just not staying. And so we made it a point to tell all of our plant managers in the meeting, make sure that when someone walks into your plant, you shake their hands, you look them eyeball to eyeball and you explain to them what they're going to expect being here and working for SRM Concrete. And I think it's really important coming from you as a plant manager to, to really articulate and tell that person you know, just make good contact with them. Let let them feel a part of the team, mm-hmm. and not not letting them go weeks on end without really feeling like they're they understand the culture here. And I, you know that's important. And just making people feel welcome, uh, I think that goes a long way. And and another point that we brought up too is that it costs a lot of money. It costs the company a lot of money uh, to to recruit and onboard all of these new people that we are. So. And, and really, I hadn't put pen to paper yet. I think very conservatively, it costs us $4,000 every person that we bring on with the money that we spend. And so uh, for that person to work here for a week or two weeks or a month, we're spending, we're wasting a lot of money. So uh, let's onboard better. Let's, let's, let's talk to people. Let's make sure we're going through our checklist 
explaining to them very early on what's expected of them, what what the job is going to entail, and and also letting them know if they have any problems, they have any issues, that you're the point of contact for them. So mm-hmm. I think that's something that we're going to spend a lot of time on uh, over the next many months, and uh, something I really want to focus on even in our leadership meeting is how do we onboard better? How do we make sure people feel welcome to our company day one and that's not right. and not a year after they've been here? That's right. And and I think it goes, it's not just plant managers have that responsibility. It's everybody. If you're part of the SRM team, mm-hmm. you should always look somebody in the eye. If they're new, if they're... I, I don't care if they're old. I don't know. <laughs> look somebody in the eye and say hello. It doesn't... That's just good manners. Yeah. Well, and it's... You know, it sounds simple but it's just it works you know mm-hmm. being nice works and and uh, telling people what they're what they can expect being candid mm-hmm. we spoke about that last week and and uh you know you might we're gonna a lot of the folks the new folks we're gonna hire they're gonna come in here in a week and realize that this isn't the job for them and that's okay mm-hmm. i'd rather figure that out early on than than them be here for three months and it not work out so you know, but with all that being said, there's a lot of people that I feel like that have left and maybe went to work for a competitor or whatever the case may be because they didn't feel they didn't feel what this culture is about. And uh, we've got to make sure that they understand what Smart Remix is about. It's a family culture where we care about our folks and and we should care about each other. And and having that team atmosphere atmosphere at every one of our plants is it's imperative. It's imperative. Another thing that we talked about that, that, Laura, you just pointed out was we're having a lot of accidents right now. I mean, we're having so many workers' comp claims. You know, Beth came to me last Friday, and we had four workers' comp claims in a period of half of a day. And she's getting calls. And these are serious accidents where people are getting hurt. And 70% of our accidents are trip, trip and falls. Uh, you know, it's... it's uh, Guys not using three points of contact, you know, slipping off the truck. And literally, that's why people are getting hurt. So if we can do a better job really thinking about being mindful of of grabbing hold of the truck properly, getting off the truck properly, paying attention to our surroundings, and that's an area that we can keep working on, too. So Is that three the three points of contact? Like for the people that aren't in a truck, or aren't, <clears throat> what what's three points of contact? Well, we've got two legs and two arms. Uh-huh. So three of those things should be touching something. Touching, okay. Yeah. When yeah, you're so when you're op- when, when you're, you're, a when you're getting up and off of anything of from any- a silo or on a truck or whatever the case may be. Okay. So having three points of contact okay. all the time for sure. So and guys are you know they're just getting out of trucks sloppy and and falling you know and, and and you know it doesn't sound like much and we're all guilty. I, I listen. I'm I'm as guilty as anybody about jumping off a truck. But but at the end of the day, we're having so many incidents and. And I think that's a, an area we can improve. So let's focus on onboarding, keeping people after we get them hired, making sure they feel a part of the team immediately and not letting that go months on end without them feeling like they're a part of our culture. Mm-hmm. And then let's let's work on our safety. That's right. And learn somebody's name. Look, I've been I've been challenged much, very much. So. Like, like oh. just just names, you know, in general, it's just That's it right. means so much when you know someone's name. So I want to challenge everybody to, to learn some names that you work with. Absolutely. We've got a big day uh, Saturday coming up, too. We do. We do. We have the uh, Detroit, uh, the Tigers game coming up this Saturday. And we're going to get to see a lot of our Michigan uh, families uh, that are that are going to be there. So we look forward to that. How many folks are coming? We have over 500. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we're all going to be wearing our navy blue SRM shirts, uh, family shirts. We're not going to wear these. Uh, we're not going to wear our picnic table shirts as Jeff, Jeff, Jeff's been making fun of me, giving me a hard time because he says the shirt I picked up for the, picked out for the golf tournament looks like a picnic table. (laughs) That is, hey, it's okay to keep it candid. I get it. I I get it. All right. (laughs) So let's talk about, um, Jack Welch's book. A lot of people have been ordering this book from Allison. Let us know if you want to take part. This, this is pretty a lengthy book, but it's so good. It's got so much good, just meat in it and and truth. Yeah. So, uh, just let us know. We'll send you one for free. Uh, so, Jeff, we're on chapter, I think we're on chapter three. three. Yeah. And tell us, tell, we've got some some parts highlighted. So, let us know what you what you want us to know from this part. Well, the chapter is about differentiation. And uh, this is a hard topic for, for some folks. And, and Jack Welch talks about the this 20-70-10 rule. Mm-hmm. And, and basically how to coach, coach up in that 20 20- 70-10. And basically all that means is that if in your workforce, 20% of your workforce are studs, all-stars, you know, just amazing. The 70% are good, but they're not quite in that 20%. Right. And that bottom 10% are people that just don't need to be here. And he really ran uh, General Electric with differentiation. And every every year, that bottom 10%, he would, he would really they, he would move them out of the company. And he did that uh, in a very candid way. So you think, well, that seems harsh. And in some ways, I can see that, but I can also see this, that if if people are not going to buy in uh, to what you want to do as a company and your vision and your goals, then you, you don't need them. You know, you don't need negativity within a company and within an organization. And, and you need people that are positive and people that that are com- uh, passionate about what they're doing and, and the way in which we're doing it. And so uh, I'm not proposing that we strictly follow differentiation to the, to the way that he outlines it with 2070-10. But I would certainly say, man, if you are in the top 20 and you work hard every day and you just get it done no matter what, boy, we really appreciate you. That that seventy percent can't do without you either. You know mm-hmm. you're you're important, and there's there's not much keeping you out of that. And in many cases, there's not much keeping you out of that top twenty. And let's just keep getting better. You know, let's get to work on time. Let's keep our truck clean. Let's take every order that calls. Let's take that order at three o'clock on a Saturday, and that really sets you apart from your other plant managers. You know, if you're in QC, be, be on the job on time. Take pride in taking cylinders and doing things the right way in the spirit of excellence. If you're answering the phones in the office, you know, answer them on the, the first ring. Get get the call to where it needs to go. It's just doing a lot of those little things and doing it right in order to move up in that top 20 percentile. And I think that's just the reality of it. And, I, and the more people that we can uh, migrate up uh, to to be a part of, of of the of those that are really doing an excellent job, the better the better off this company is going to be in the future. And if you're in that bottom ten percent, uh, we we hope you get better quick. You know, we, or or otherwise we wish you well because we we want people that uh, that care and 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 certainly bought into what we want to do here because I feel like. We're all part of something that that's bigger than any one person, and it's something that is uh, unique to our industry that no one's ever done before. And that's grow a construction materials business in a short period of time 
growing it in the right way with the best culture, the best service, the best quality, and then growing it on a national scale. I think we can do that together. But we have to do that with as many people in that top category that I just described. And if we had 4,000 of our team members all all reaching up to get just a little bit better, uh, what kind of company would we have a year from now or five years from now, 10 years from now? I think it just keeps getting better. So uh, that's what this chapter is about. I, I really I love it, and I think it's important. And, you know, so that's the people part of it. The other the other part of it is kind of the uh, the hardware uh, part of it. And he goes on to describe. So the software part is, is it's your people and what we just talked about. But the hardware depends on uh, the different segments within your business. And really, the way I view it is segments, not just concrete aggregates or precast or, or whatever the pumping or whatever the different segment is. I, I view it in regions. And so every one of the regions that we operate in, whether it's Middle Tennessee, East Tennessee, Southwest Tennessee, Texas, Dow, DFW, Houston, you name it, wherever we are, our goal, and, and this is where, honestly, where I got this from, is to be number one or number two in every market we participate in. Mm. If we cannot be number one or number two, then we're not differentiating ourselves correctly. So <clears throat> how do you differentiate yourself? Number one is through service. You have to be... Uh, just obsessed with top-notch best service. We have to have the best service. So that that's number one. And then number two is quality. You got to have a good product. And then and then having uh, kind people that that do all of that. So if we do those three things, then we're going to be dif- we're going to differentiate ourselves in a big way in every market that we operate in. And you can see if you've been here for any amount of time, you can see that where our goal is because we march towards that number one, number two spot in every region we're in. And if we can't get there with our plant network, we we make acquisitions. Our strategy is to make acquisitions until we have a appropriate network of plants in order to achieve our goal. That doesn't mean that we just go in and buy the market and and we just we come number one by just buying people out. That's not good. We, you know, I used to think that way, and I think we used to think that way a little bit. That's not the appropriate way to do it. We got to run our business right. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, in DFW, for instance, right now we got 24 plants. They're all strategically located. We are nowhere near number one, but we have the opportunity to be number one. And so we have the opportunity to be number one through getting our service better, through hiring a lot of operators, through filling our trucks, yeah. through doing things in the spirit of excellence. So it doesn't matter if we go buy out five more people, we got to run our place right. And once we get our place running right, that's how we differentiate ourselves. There's always going to be competition. There's always going to be people putting a new plan up. There's always going to be people bringing new trucks in the market. How are we going to beat them? We beat them through through what's described in this chapter, yeah. right? Doing those little things and doing them right. So a lot here, a lot to, un, to unpack, but uh, I certainly, I, I think there's a lot of truth here. Mm-hmm. A lot of truth. That is. All right. Well, uh, thanks so much for sharing. Anything else you got? We got to get back on the plate. We do. We got to get, we got to get back. We got a lot of customers waiting and Jeff has a lot of, uh, a lot of awards to, to hand out still. <laughs> <No problem. laughs> All right. Thanks, Every, guys. Everybody have a great week. Appreciate it.